0: Edition of the Night Report podcast. I am your co host, Mike Broadbent. Joining me once again is my co host, Richie Schneiderite. Richie, just as we were kind of talking about, you know, slowing down the portal, look what happens. We get a commitment from former Minnesota safety, Michael Flip Dixon. Uh, we're just going to call him Flip Dixon from now on because that's what he goes by. Uh, he's got two years of eligibility left. He's a big guy, 6'2, 210. Uh, he started, I think, six games for them uh, at safety. Uh, it seems like that's the, the, the Minnesota fans are really kind of bummed about this loss. It seems like a really good pickup for Rutgers. What are you hearing about him?
1: Yeah. So, uh, you, you kind of just mentioned all the, uh, the important stuff, but, uh, yeah, pretty big safety, six two, two ten, uh, great size. Add him with Nick Minosin back there. And you probably, like I said last time when I thought it was Rogers, that was going to be playing safety. <clears throat> seems like a little bit of a miscommunication between me and uh, one of my sources there. But, uh, Obviously, Rogers is going to go to corner. This kid will play safety next to but probably still the biggest safety duo in the Big Ten. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's he's really fast to the ball. He hits like a ton of bricks. It looks like, um, based on what I heard, is Minnesota is kind of leaning towards bumping him down the linebacker, which kind of makes sense because if you just watch his tape, like I was just watching before, it's he's not afraid of contact. Like he uh, he almost wants to kill people, and that's always what you love to see in a safety. You don't want anything uh, going across the middle stuff like that, but. He looks pretty good. Um, his coverage is pretty solid as well. Uh, I know after talking to the Minnesota guys, I posted the quote from uh, Dylan Callahan Crawley over, over there at the Gopher Report, our Minnesota Rivals website. He said he's kind of a hybrid guy, which leans towards what I just said. Uh, he wasn't the shortest of tacklers, so I guess that was one of the main concerns. But a lot of guys seemed, uh, seemed pretty shocked like that he left in the first place. He was guaranteed, not guaranteed, but like basically a starter again this year. For Minnesota, but uh, it sounds like he definitely wants to play safety, and they wanted to bump him down, and there's uh, that was kind of the disagreement there. And the the most interesting thing that he told me in the quote was, he goes, he was a lot better in. I shouldn't say a lot better. He said he was better in 2021 than he was in 2022. Who was there in 2021? Joe Harris Simeiac.
0: And who is Joe Harris Simeiac?
1: Ruckers Defensive
0: coordinator. Yes. So, so obviously he played a big part of uh just getting Dixon to show interest in Rutgers. Mm-hmm. This sounds like he was one of those sneaky under under the radar visits though, right? When did he visit yeah.
1: Ruckers? So he was actually not this past weekend. He wasn't one of the secret visitors, there wasn't the secret visitors past weekend still. Mm-hmm. Um but the weekend before where there was a bunch of secret visitors that no one knew about. Um, I could go back to that picture m- multiple times of the, the rack student section or recruit section. And I'm, I'm, I just, I'm so bad with faces. I don't know who's yeah. who doing, especially with the transfer portal era. There's like 900 kids in there. And then just like, how the hell am I supposed to match that up and be like, oh, that's, oh, that's Michael Dixon. Like, who I've never talked to and never read about in my entire life until about like an yeah. hour ago. So and it's
0: different, like. <laughs> If you were looking for your mom in a big picture, like if you're looking for your mom in a, he- in a sea of a thousand heads, you could probably find mm-hmm. her because you've seen every different angle of your mother throughout the years. Exactly. And like, you might have a single profile picture of these kids that you're basing everything off of. So it's really yeah. tough. And they might have a different hairstyle. They might've gotten, you know, they might have different facial hair. It's really mm-hmm. tough to pick people out of a crowd you don't know. Yeah, um, no, fairness. for sure.
1: I, like I said, I haven't even, no, I didn't even know who this kid was until a little bit earlier today. And that that was it and I was like oh okay let's check him out let's see what the, the scoop is on this kid and I started looking and I was like all right you man he's he's actually pretty solid like and he's he's nice off uh looks like a blitzing type of guy too uh he's and there's a couple in practice uh footage that he posted on Twitter that he, he was just right off the edge whacked the quarterback um probably won't be happening in Rutgers practice because I, I don't think you should be doing that in the first place
0: well I think they learned but, the lesson the hard way about that this summer yeah
1: yeah no kidding um <laughs> Yikes! But uh, yeah, no, this is this is a pretty good get for Rutgers. Uh, it shores up the secondary. The secondary is going to be another strong, uh, another strong unit for Shiano. I don't think it will ever not be a strong unit under uh, Greg, especially with Harris Simiak, who has DB experience. You have two DB coaches on top of that too, in uh, mm-hmm. Orphe and Lascari. So, really good get for Rutgers. It shores up the secondary. Uh, you kind of fill in your missing pieces after Izian and uh, who else? Left? Braswell left with yep. uh, Rodgers and. And I uh, forgot this kid's name, Dixon. And uh, Flip Dixon. So I mean, this is a uh, this might be better than last year. The secondary, especially if Max Melton's can bou- uh, bounce back this season too. The the defense is going to be another very stout defense, and I'm pretty confident in them going into twenty twenty two, twenty twenty
0: three. Jeez. Yeah, and just kind of going back to like the the fan reaction from Minnesota on this. So he he entered the portal on December fourth. Um, and just reading some of the reactions, they they were really devastated. Like, they were kind of shocked. They didn't really know why he was entering the portal because he was going to get even more playing time next year for what it sounds like. Mm-hmm. Richie kind of touched on this. It sounds like he doesn't really want to play this hybrid role. He wanted to play more of a traditional safety. Um, but he was used all over the the, the defensive alignment, similar to how Christian Izian was for Rutgers. And I do think... That, you know when you have a guy like izzy and it really can create these matchup mismatches and coverage and stuff like that when you when you have a guy who plays a similar role potentially uh at six two two ten versus you know five nine two hundred mm-hmm. uh it really just like izzy's strength was not in coverage he was great at a lot of things but not necessarily coverage i think dixon will will improve that slot on the team next year yeah. um And some of the teams that they were throwing around that might be interested in Dixon, uh, when he first entered the portal, they assumed that he was going to, like, a Blue Blood. It's like, oh, he must be going to Georgia because he's from Georgia, or must be going to some big school. Um, So this is a really good pickup. Um, I think Rutgers landed a key piece to their secondary. He's got two years of eligibility. Um, The question kind of turns to, you know, this is strengthening his strength, which is always a good thing to do on a football team, Uh, reloading. Kind of, you got to wonder what else we're doing in the portal that we're unaware of right now. Uh, we've tried to track it as as well as we could. We kind of slowed down with that coverage, um, but in terms of other secret visitors, do you think there was other secret visitors that we were still unaware of, or have we kind of closed the loop on that? You think?
1: I'd say it's probably closed at this point. Um, and even if there were, I don't know if they would really come out at this. If you're not going to land them too. Yeah. um that's something you just kind of keep secret but going going back to dixon real quick i was just looking at his profile i didn't even realize i, I completely forgot to even look at the rivals transfer portal rankings number 103 overall and that's, that's not just safety that's like every position possible now of course there's a bunch of quarterbacks uh, ahead of them and doesn't look like ruckers going after any of those guys but um but yeah no the, the 103 overall is huge that's like 103 in a recruiting class. Like that's, yeah. that's a this is a, it's a big get for Rutgers. Like this is a really good player. And I not even know that before going into this until 2 seconds ago. Mm-hmm. So that this is a, just goes to show you this kid's uh this kid's a really good addition. Add in him add in Rodgers, you're going to get really good on defense again in 2023 and uh it's it's all on offense at this point.
0: Yeah, and if you look at Rutgers history with the transfer portal, they they target Traditionally, one of two things, uh, a guy who either has some kind of relationship with the staff previously, which mm-hmm. Michael Dixon, like, well, Flip Dixon fits into that, or a guy who has local ties who wants to come back home, and that's Eric Rogers. Um, yep. Occasionally, you'll have, like, a weird one-off, like, a, <coughs> you know, a Walker, Willie Tyler. Oh. <laughs> uh, well, Devontae Walker, too, would fit into that. Devontae Walker is just, you know, a guy almost any program in the country would love to have. Um, yeah but occasionally you'll have a guy like outside of that rubric who ends up at Rutgers, but typically it's, you know, New Jersey guys, PA guys, or guys who have been players under coaches elsewhere. Um, So those are two things to kind of think about when you're looking at, Oh, this guy entered the portal. Will Rutgers show any interest? Uh, Well, he's from the university of Texas and he's from Arkansas. Probably not. Sorry. And that's not to be dismissive. It's just like, Use that rubric in your mind when you're looking at a, a new portal entry to whether or not Ruckers might show interest.
1: But th- that that's what makes the Devontae Walker visit even more interesting. And that's kind of why we speculated as much as we did uh about what what was the name? Soudin. Uh Andy Souter. Andy Souter. Soder, that's what it was. And about Andy Souter possibly being the, the new OC. It just makes zero sense for like like Walker's ranked one hundred eighteen in our rankings. Makes zero sense for a wide receiver that high to go visit a program in New Jersey that has no OC, and it's just like it makes no sense. That's the only thing that could click, and maybe there's still a chance they could get Souter. Thinking about doing another hot board, and obviously would have Souter, have most of the names that are already on there. Um, but yeah, it's it. That's what the, it, there's got to be a connection to the staff for the most part, or a connection to New Jersey in general. Uh, otherwise, I, I don't really see it happening for most transfers. Like like you mentioned, if there's a kid from Arkansas that's at Texas, he's probably not going to Rutgers. Maybe yeah. there's a unique connection there somehow, but probably if there isn't, then I don't really see them ending up with the Scarlet Knights. But the overall, great getting Dixon, great getting Rodgers. It's a good start to the portal. Plenty more time um, until the portal uh, closes. I think I forget what the exact date is. I think it's like January like 12th January or at some point, yeah. Um, these portal windows are weird as hell anyway um, I know everyone's freaking out on the boards about scholarship counts it, it doesn't mean shit until September 1st or whatever the first day of the game is And Siano
0: is. is probably one of the best manipulators of scholarship counts And that's not to say he cheats But he has no. he's a wizard with that kind of stuff He always finds a way if he wants a guy to fit him under the the, the allotted amount
1: yeah, there's there's ways around it. You could put this kid, and he's a New Jersey guy. We can get him more financial aid since he's from Jersey. So we'll yep. give him this, and then the scholarship will go to this kid instead. And the kid, it's not like that kid's not getting scholarship. but like, he's still not paying tuition. But there's there's ways around it. You yep. blue shirt, you can white shirt. I think you could red shirt. I mean, heck, gray shirt. You can do anything with a shirt <laughs> at, this, at this point. But uh, yep. yeah, no. Uh, there's so many uh, ways to manipulate that stuff, and then uh, end of the day, you don't really need to be at the 85 limit until game one. Like, yep. and there's a whole other portal window too. Now, is that portal window going to be better? I'm going to say no, probably. I agree, but but that's just um, I shouldn't I shouldn't say it's, I guess it's technically a guess, but most of these guys are already if if they already kind of know that they're going to get interest from other Power Five programs and they're already getting tampered with at this point. Mm-hmm. They're probably already in the portal and already at their new destination or close to going to their new destination. I think the second wave of recruits or portal guys is going to be more backups and stuff like that yes. after spring ball. And it's going to be like, yeah, I'm third string. Fuck. Like, I didn't know I was third string. I probably could have told you you were third string in fucking December. But yeah, sure. Like, yeah.
0: Like, if you go. look at a guy like Drew Pine, who, who transferred from... Notre Dame like they basically told him your job is not guaranteed going into next mm-hmm. year so you could come back you can compete but we're looking for a portable guy and that's why he transferred because ultimately as a quarterback you yeah. have to be able to play in order to most of these guys want to play in the NFL so you you're not going to make the NFL sitting on the bench occasionally a Matt castle situation will happen but that is very very rare you need to play
1: yeah uh, I think he ended up at Arizona State
0: right he did he actually just committed yesterday I believe
1: yeah so that's an interesting one for him. Although Dillingham's a pretty good coach, so we'll see what happens there. But
0: well, Dillingham's at Arizona, not Arizona State.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. Who the hell's Arizona State now?
0: I don't know. I know they fired, uh, uh, Herm. Herm. yeah. Herm. So I don't. I don't know who they hired as a replacement. To be honest with you,
1: I have no idea. No, Dillingham's Arizona State. No, Dillingham's Arizona. Checking oh wait, me.
0: Jed Fish is Arizona. My bad. Yeah.
1: My bad. Yeah. No, it's all good. Um, but, yeah, no, I mean, that that one's interesting. And then uh, next up for Rutgers, really the only transfer portal name that we know, or two, I guess, Paris Shand. But it sounds like he's going to delay a little bit and take a couple more visits because he's just blew up and just got every offer. And then uh, Devontae Walker. Uh, no one really knows what he he's going to do like he's supposed to commit this week, leaning the fact that he's a North Carolina native, just went to North Carolina, North Carolina arguably has a top two quarterback. It might, if it wasn't for Caleb Williams, I would say one, but Drake may is probably number two in the country next year. Mm-hmm. Um, and they run a crazy offense that just Chuck's the ball. Yeah. Um, maybe yes, that was under Phil Longo, but it's still Mac Brown at the end of the day. He's still going to chuck it deep. And, um, You'd, you'd almost be a little crazy to choose smokers over UNC if you're a wide receiver. Ah, uh, I mean, I, from his right now, yes, yeah,
0: I, I would agree that you know, given how bad the offense was last year, given that we don't have an OC, given honestly, we don't know who's coming back on this <clears throat> staff. You know, we can take some too. guesses, but like, I think Shiano realizes the first domino to fall has to be the OC, and then you kind of make decisions based off that.
1: Yeah, um, pretty, pretty like much. if a
0: high level, say, say for example. And this is totally hypothetical, new inside information. Say, like a very, you know, a guy very high on Shiana's list says, I'm interested, but I need my O line guy to come with me. That kind of creates an interesting scenario. And that's like, again, I'm just totally just throwing shit at the wall
1: here. I'll be active running back. This, 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 this. It's like yeah. that map of uh what do you call? It? Oh, it's Sunny. Yeah, it's or the Charlie. Like, Matt, and then like, there's this, and then there's that, uh, and then there's that. Yeah. Oh, then we could move this guy to here, and da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I'm I'm wondering if that
0: might be the reason why there hasn't been. Uh, like, I, I I I'm just speculating. I, I wonder if that's something that's on the table. I should say, like the availability of like having your guy come with you.
1: Um, yeah, I mean, I we'll totally say. agree with that. Um, it's yeah. No, I mean. Like I said before, this is a great addition. You needed another safety, regardless. I didn't real. I keep saying you lose one safety. You lose two. I forgot. Yeah. Keep forgetting about Avery Young because you lost him too. Uh, And they've been mainstays back there at safety for for, I don't even know how long—four years, five years. Um. So yeah, this is a good get. Eric Rogers is a good get. Now you got to focus on that offense. You got to do something with it. You got to get some portal guys. You need at least two portal receivers, in my opinion. Yeah. And me and one lineman, maybe more. If you can get more, get more. If you can't,
0: then... This defense is going to be very good next year, though. Like, if if you assume that Kess Abraham was hurt this year and he's going to, you know, have a bounce back year, because in 2021, he was fantastic. I don't know what happened this year. But you have him, assuming Max Milton doesn't enter the NBA, NFL draft. You NBA. have Desik Benusen. You now have uh, you have Flip Dixon now. You have Eric Rogers. now. You have Robert Longerbeam coming back. Then you got Tyrion Powell, oh, Deion Loyal, Jennings. Like- yeah, Tyreen Powell, Deion Jennings, and Moses Walker at linebacker. And then our defensive line is fantastic this year with Wesley Bailey, Keontae Hamilton, Aaron Lewis. We probably still need some kind of deep tackle as well. Was yeah. Maja. Um, but we'll see how that goes. This defense, you know, it could be top six in the Big Ten this year, and I don't think that's hyperbole. They're gonna be very good.
1: Yeah, no, extremely good. And I'm just concerned that they might be on the field seventy five percent of the time.
0: Yes. Um, uh, we'll, we'll see how they, they do portal recruiting and with the OC uh, but I am feeling more optimistic today than I was earlier this week about yeah. and their dealings in the portal this is a very good pickup um, signing day is tomorrow should we yes. expect any kind of
1: surprises the only one it sounds like they're only signing 19 right now which is every commit so you guys don't have to go look at the list again the only one that could change that and make it 20 is Chimde Ono Ono Ona. I don't know how to pronounce it. I don't know how to pronounce shit. Um, he's just, he's it's tough. He wants to decide in February. He has a visit technically tentatively scheduled for Ole Miss at the last weekend in January when recruits, high school recruits are going to have that one last, blast period before the signing day in February, uh, to Ole Miss. He, he's getting pushed by Penn state. He's getting pushed by Maryland. He's getting pushed by like a million different schools at this point. um, it's going to be tough. I don't think he ends up signing tomorrow. Uh, he did tell me as of, what was it, Monday? I was talking to him about recap, just recapping the visit a little bit uh, quickly with him on the phone, and he, he told me he still plans on signing in February. Now, I know Rutgers is still pushing for him to sign Wednesday. There's a chance. I don't see it happening. Maybe they pull it off, and that would be huge if they did. But regardless, he's I, I, I don't want to temper, temper expectations with linemen. They need two years minimum. Before yep. they play, like minimum, if not more. So it's temper expectations with the guys that are on campus. It's temper expectations with the guys that are coming in. That's why I keep saying you need another portal guy. You return all your starters again, except Dorenzo. Um, so just go with that. You gotta, gotta, you gotta develop these guys at the end of the day. That's all. It's all it is. So we'll see what happens.
0: Yep. So stay tuned to the boards because. Signing day is always fun. It used to be a lot more fun, to be honest with you. It was the first Wednesday in February and there was... Portal killed it, too. Yeah, half the kids were deciding the few weeks leading up to the signing day. Uh, But now everybody's basically locked in because there are like a limited amount of high school scholarships. The timelines have just moved up further and further with commitments. Um, But maybe we'll see something. Who knows? I did want to touch on one further thing. Um, It was reported by you that... Rutgers had another transfer visit in Sam O'Fury, who is Jesse O'Fury's brother. Uh, yes. He's a transfer linebacker from uh, North Carolina a <clears throat> Are you hearing anything regarding him and Rutgers, or was he just there as a family member on the visit?
1: No, he uh, was definitely getting pushed a little bit by Rutgers. Um, he's not going to be a scholarship kid if he does end up with Rutgers. He's going to be a PWO, if anything, which you guys can all calm down on the boards. Relax. <laughs> Relax. They're not putting a scholarship on this kid. Uh, but no, this there is a good chance that he could end up with uh the Scarlet Knights, and uh, it would be a pretty solid addition, and then you just add to the lo- uh, linebacker room. He was he's pretty good out of high school. That's not like knock him. I know he's just a five point five three star, but like played an IMG too, so there's connections there between uh. I can't even think of uh the strength and conditioning coach's name for some reason. Was Jay, Jay Butler? Jay. Now he's was Jay Rutgers, Butler? Yeah. And then Billy Miller is the head coach at oh, yeah. IMG. Yep. Former Rutgers guy, special teamer. ever you know, Hey. You need a special teams coordinator. He's right there. But uh, they're they're not doing that. So let's just knock that one off.
0: Yeah. Do we know what happened with him and his recruitment? Because his profile shows a bunch of offers. And then he ends up at North Carolina a He doesn't really play there either his first two years. So were those offers just kind of like thrown out when he was like a sophomore and then he didn't really grow? Or what was ex- the deal with those? Ex-
1: exactly. They were all like early offers. And then it just... uh. He went to IMG to try to gain more offers. Most of them weren't uh, committable. It's more of those just like early, throw shit at a wall, and maybe the kid turns yeah. into like a four-star. Yep. But, uh, yeah, they, they threw offers at him, Syracuse, Michigan. I forget the other two, Marshall, something else. But uh, the, the one that did stick was North Carolina AT, who kind of offered a little bit later when he was at IMG and then ended up there a full ride and now could be coming a little bit closer to home with uh with Rutgers. So we'll yep. see. All right, guys,
0: well, we appreciate you tuning in. Uh, we might do a Signing Day pod tomorrow. I didn't we, we talked about it, but then this came up, so
1: we'll see. Uh, so. One more thing real quick. Do it. We got to mention it. You forgot to mention on the last pod. Yes, uh, yes, pod.
0: yes, 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 yes.
1: All right, you can go, because I don't know the exact details <laughs> of it. All right, so... $1 million dollars.
0: Yeah, so the Knights of the Raritan announced yesterday that they are doing a million-dollar uh, Fundraising drive. Uh, so 500000 has been donated by six anonymous donors. Uh, for those who keep asking, stop trying to figure out who they are. I, I've seen some comments about it. Who cares? It's people not shady. It's just – anyway. So they've got six people who have uh, pledged a $500,000 match. <clears throat> so they're doing a pledge drive for the next 30 days. If you haven't already joined Knights of the Raritan, one, what are you waiting for? Uh, it's the smallest thing you could do to, to support our athletes and our athletic programs. Uh, two, I, I know a lot of you probably already are donors, but this is a big deal in terms of just like a, an optics thing. So anything you can spare to beef up this drive would be much appreciated uh, from all the coaches. Coach Ciano came out and praised the pledge drive personally uh, yep. through his statement. So he, he's well aware of how important this is. The whole athletic department is behind this. So if you would like to join, you could just go to knightsofradited.com. And they have steps on how you could donate there. It could be a one-time commitment if you're already a member, or you could sign up for a recurring membership. So uh, it's so important moving forward. I know a lot of you guys hate NIL. I'm not a big fan of it either, but this is just kind of the way way the world now. So we either adapt or we die as a a program, and I'd rather adapt personally.
1: Yeah. Uh, A rumor that a certain basketball coach is going to make a quote too about it, but we'll see.
0: We'll see. I I imagine they're trying to like kind of roll these things out slowly to build build momentum. But yeah, um, every coach at Rutgers is 100% behind this. I can guarantee you that. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. So donate today and stop being fucking cheap. Hit the subscribe (laughs) button. The subscribe button down there is for free, though. Just saying.
0: Yeah. Our subscriptions will never cost money. Just maybe some ads you got to listen to. Yeah. Um, But guys, once again, thank you so much for joining us. For me and Richie, this has been another edition of the Net Court Podcast. Thank you for listening to Believe.